guys, you are listening to Delicious, Delicious Tea, Tea by Megan and Rena, where each week we talk about different topic from genuine conversations, spilling the tea, and feeling more confident about ourselves. Um, this week we're going to be talking about spiritual awakening with Jethro Tomas. Yeah. Yes. yes, speaker. Hello, Jethro. Hi. How are you guys doing? We had to bring him into this week's yeah. episode because. I think he's really re- able to relate on um, spirituality. Spiritual awakening. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Again. So Round what point. is a spiritual awakening look like to you? To me? Yes. To me, well, in my experience, the spiritual awakening was more of like, um, kind of more like an enlightenment period where it's like you kind of look at the world through like a new set of eyes like you it's like you unlearn all of that conditioning from society and then you start to acknowledge people for like their souls and you start to see life for what it is and yada 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 yeah exactly be more grateful right exactly yeah i think your definition sounds a little more like you could understand it (laughs) (laughs) what i wrote down i mean it's kind of complicated but to me it makes sense um So a spiritual awakening is the awakening of a dimension in reality Mm. beyond the confines of the ego. So in general, you let go of your ego and then your higher self or spirit um, can arise within and... I mean, if you let go of your ego, I'm telling you, like... So much of your weight on your shoulder is going to feel like it's been lifted. Yes, yeah, so you know. And you're going to think smarter, too. <laughs> yeah. Because n- without your ego, a lot of people, like, their um, choices become clouded, I mm-hmm. think, because they yeah. can't think straight. But the moment you let go of your ego and, you know, you don't just think about yourself and, like, yourself getting hurt because, like, there's not enough power for you. Yeah. You know, then, like, <laughs> that's when you start actually seeing the That's world tough, though. See, people color. are going through that, like, um, usually it starts to get better when you mature, but yeah. it, it's kind of like a constant battle throughout your whole life, though. It is. Dealing and, with like, your having ego. siblings didn't really help me. You oh, know? yeah. Because I would just get my <laughs> ego crushed, yeah, that would like, bring that 24-7, out. <laughs> like, every day. And yeah. my experience with ego, I don't know if I should share this, like the talk about psychedelics and stuff and like psilocybin. Yes, but yes, I, I want think you should. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So, so I did shrooms sometime this year, and I like I said, I won't go into details, but it was it was really much like a battle with my ego because part of the ego is like not focusing other people and like the world around you right yeah and so what i was going through in that trip was like an ego death i don't know if you guys ever heard about that but it was like um it was like the universe or like your your subconscious is trying to is trying to fill your body and is trying to make you see like this is this is the world around you like let's appreciate it for what it is but the ego is what pulls you into this state of I care about what people think about mm-hmm. me. Oh. I'm too in my head. I care about people's opinions, you know? Okay. And so in that moment when I was on the trip, I was, like, having this battle of, like, oh, my gosh, like, I care what people think about me. Oh, my gosh, no, I don't care, you know? It was, like, it was, like, the two, like, the Constant angel and the battle. devil. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, well, I still deal with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, Even every though day. I'm 22, I'm still... Right. But I'm learning to... But we're never gonna, like, not worry about what people think of us yeah you know like it's always mm-hmm. gonna be there but i think for me i was more like lonely like i was just 
I just wanted friends, you know. Like, I didn't want to be that kid who, like, had nobody to sit with yeah. during lunch, you know. Like, I yeah. didn't want to be that even. It's not like even I had an ego that I needed to, like, oh, like, I must be popular and, like, show right. people around me that I have power. It was more like, yeah. can I And in a school setting, <laughs> in a school setting, I feel like yeah, that's, that's, that's much more that's where the ego kind of manifests you know? itself. Yeah. Especially because you're surrounded school, by so school. many people. Yeah. And there's all of that, like, stress on, like, popularity and yada, yada, yada. These things that society puts onto us. Yeah. Which brings us yeah. back to unlearning that conditioning, which is what brings you into this spiritual awakening. They should have awakening. a spiritual class like offer they do in high school oh oh yeah in absolutely. high school yeah, yeah they like really should yeah. it should be part of the uh um, the curriculum yeah like mm-hmm. you know the sex ed mm. oh yeah yeah absolutely. it should but then people are gonna argue be like oh well, like i'm religious have to be, like you know? religion you know it can just be about like being confident in mm-hmm. you yeah. yourself and like maybe they can do yeah. like some kind of activity where like they have to wear like orange clothes i don't know you know something that makes them like yeah like something that doesn't get like persuaded into the trap of like oh i need to wear these mom jeans to look better than that f-ing bitch right. you know? yeah like but as you once you like really like have you ever had a shift in your life where you really were like i really don't give a shit about it was after think. graduation yeah, so that like, was literally, literally like after high night. school. And isn't that crazy? That's like yeah, like coincidence or not? You, you know. Well, I would say in college, like the first couple of years, I really was still a little bit like that. It did mainly mm-hmm. go away, but I would say it was still a good amount there. But I would say now, but it's I'm a even progress, more, you know. It yeah. doesn't disappear in one night. It's like something you work on yourself yeah. with yourself. I think it's once like you get older, yourself. have a family, settle down. I think it really like you and really stop you, giving a shit. About you realize that, that like yeah. having a lot of friends, but like all of them being shitty, is much more worse than having just oh, a yeah. couple yeah. of good friends that are always there for you. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, definitely. That's, like, part of my spiritual awakening. Yeah, when no, I notice that, like, I just need a good few people around me in yeah. my life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's lot, about uh, qu- quality, qu- not quantity. Yeah, quality, not quantity. And a lot <laughs> of the ego does deal with that. It's, it's like, a lot. It's very centered around um, not only what do people think about you, but what do I think of myself? Like, am I popular enough? Yeah. Do I look good enough? Yeah, it's you could. It's, like, it's, the constant of putting yourself down, exactly. comparing yourself yeah. to the other. What's your, uh, I, I know that your moon sign is your ego. What's your moon oh, sign? Oh, really? Yeah. Mine is Aries. Okay. Tell Aries me about moon. Okay, Aries. Mine's Aquarius. <laughs> Can you Wait, tell yeah, me so more about me Aries and Aquarius? Because I'm not sure what that what that's supposed to mean. So what is his ego? Well, I don't know much about Aries in general. You would have to look up the ego of an Aries. Oh, okay. Aries that's what you would want to type in. Yeah. Very. Are you impulsive? Um, I, I mean, you I did am. go meet him <laughs> in Canada. Oh shoot! That Maybe was a little right. impulsive. <laughs> I might have to mix in with my Cancer sign. Yeah. Then I get really attached. <laughs> I mean. But, like, at the end, like, you know, a lot of people are impulsive, too. Yeah. It's yeah. a trait. With anything. It's yeah. just, like, it could be more drugs. for him. Though. Like, bitch, yeah. if there was, like, pizza in front of me, you know, I'd <laughs> hold myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's an impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also wrote down that your spiritual awakening can happen um, anytime for any reason. Um, most of the time, people don't even actually realize that they're having, a, like, years I ago, didn't. I didn't even know about any, yeah. like, spiritual anything, so, like, I couldn't be like, oh, I'm having a spiritual awakening, you know, I feel like there's not, like, a time where you have it happen, and it's just, like, boom, but, like, I feel like there's a little bit at a time as you I think your up. soul starts to heal itself a bit. 
yeah. for, and then you can feel yeah, like your day that. getting better. Yeah. 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 But nothing has changed. But right. you're, yeah. you're getting better. It's like, like your a, mood it's more is of a change better. of mindset. Yeah. It, it yeah. It's in like the your mentality. Mind. Yeah. Right. And now you're just like nice to your mom. Like, <laughs> you're like nice to people. Now. Is that what happened with you? Yeah, a little. <laughs> I think that um, actually no, there was something that I saw, and it was like having a spiritual awakening. It, it's not supposed to look physically look like it's enlightening. You know, yeah. you don't. Yeah. You don't be flying through like a flower it's field. Like, yeah, exactly. Isn't it like an energy that radiates it's, around it's you? It's not even that. It's like crying. It is like you like hit rock bottom and you don't know where to go. That is usually like the start of your spiritual mm. awakening. Well, after that is when you like, right, right. when it happens. Yeah. Like well, hopefully usually... unless you fall into depression that kind right, of thing. I just right, go to right, sleep but... after I cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so when you said vibrations, um I wrote down again, I don't like, you know, a lot of famous people like when they quote stuff, but Albert Einstein quoted everything in life is vibration. So literally everything has energy and vibration to it. So we're energy we're literally vibrating Use energy. energy. <laughs> I mean like if you think about it, like in bio class you learn like if that everything is a wave signal Mm -hmm. like that's like everything we hear is a wave signal Mm -hmm. everything we see is like a light waves Mm -hmm. bringing back so many memories everything like (laughs) waves you know the way i think about it everything that you see in color is a form of light because yeah light is color Mm-hmm. which is also energy yeah which is also <laughs> so i mean and it's not just earth it's yeah. every planet and in existence so when they say like choose a favorite color or like what is your favorite color yeah to me that almost sounds like choose like a favorite spirit or choose your favorite energy yeah and no that's literally what it is i love that so, no that's yeah that's literally so each color like, represents different right? types of yellow like yellow yeah you know like i think of blue and it, like Oh, you like blue too? Well, I like blue. But I, I like usually green. go I like for pink, blue. I like red. Like, yeah, you know, like I think it depends on your mood. Pretty, it yeah. depends on your mood, and it depends on what energy you kind of want. I'm literally that. like gooped, gagged because I've never heard that before. But that, <laughs> really? that Wait, what? So Are you much, serious? Yeah, that makes never. so much sense. What? What's Every your favorite young. color? Well, so my favorite color has always been green, but mm, lately okay. I've been doing a lot of meditating, and I've been seeing a lot of um this like electric teal kind of, mm. which oh, I think is my soul color. I know, I, I think my favorite color is blue, but I always keep getting drawn to, like, yellow and reds. Oh. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't wear yellow and I wouldn't wear red. Yeah. I would wear blues. Yeah. But I like looking at yellows and I like sunflowers. Yeah, sunflowers. Like, looking at the yeah. aesthetics of the yellow and the sunflowers. Ooh, like, yeah, it feels good. Puts me into a <laughs> no, I just know? love flowers in general. Right? Yeah. Right. And I think also cuz because it's spiritual awakening you start to learn more about um like the soul and body and whatever. Yeah. Chakras mm-hmm. all are yep. associated with a different color. Yeah. And yellow is usually the one where it's the solar plexus. Energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm, your energy, stomach, happiness. That's it. Yeah. So I think we should I looked up um a bunch of points on what 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 it would look like, see, feel um when you have a spiritual awakening because i didn't know this you know i'm like i don't know exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um see for me i thought the beginning of this year 2020 i was like oh i'm having a spiritual awakening but i realized reading online i've always throughout my whole life i think i've had spiritual different spiritual awakenings like it's not like one giant one that's Mm -hmm. what i thought but that's not really how it is so um the first one i wrote down is you start to uh, begin to cherish the little things that other people take for granted. Yeah. And I, that, like, really resonated with me because I think there's a lot of things that I do that people are like, 
they don't stop and like think or look at um I mean I'm just assuming that but you know like I always dream I always love like being in fields looking at the sky um understanding like the connection between me and flowers and like the grass yeah. and like the feel of it and the trees like I've always just loved you know nature. drugs always help me like amplify my like Connection to the universe. Like your connection. Like for example, the other day, like I was high and I was giving my cats food, and then I took a moment to be super grateful that I didn't have to eat the same shit every single day for morning, lunch, and dinner. You know, I was really thankful at that moment. Like I took a moment for myself. Like wow, like I'm feeding my cat, and I was really high when I did that. So. I love that for you. And honestly, you know when we're talking about like lifting up our egos and stuff? Yeah. It really, like it was happening when I left high school and like I graduated. But it really started it when I took shrooms. You know, oh. When I took shrooms. No, yeah, I mean. And I was just in I... the land of like grass. And I yeah. was just like sinking into the mother nature of soil. And I feel like I was feeling that without me. doing the drugs though. Mm. My friend, my friend introduced me to the fact that when you do any type of, I don't know if it's all psychedelics, but I know for shrooms specifically, psilocybin, that it opens up a part of your brain that's like never been touched before. Mm. And oh. that's what makes you start to see the world differently. Yeah, you really look yeah. at the world yeah. in a bigger picture. And yeah. Yeah. I think acid kind of helped me too. I wouldn't recommend it though, because acid like hurts your brain a lot. So yeah. you'll be like dead the next day. But at the moment when I took it, it was my first time and I couldn't, like, I could I was in such a good and happy place in my life. Like, I had just landed that job at Bare Minerals mm-hmm. and I was finally oh. leaving, like, my JT job and I was just really happy. I think that's when I also met you, yeah. Megan, and mm-hmm. then yeah, I, I was just was. really happy with where I was in life, you know, and I was super appreciative of it and I was just full on acid and I could see, like, <laughs> like rainbows <laughs> everywhere. And you know what? And that's, like, such a, that has so I, much meaning because you know, it's like it's small things right you leaving a job like? meeting a new friend you don't usually <laughs> right? usually take those I things i literally for felt like a wi-fi that was like giving love just radiating yeah i was yeah. like radiating love and just giving hearts and love to everybody you know? yeah. that's what i think I you've always like. done that though oh really yeah. <laughs> that's oh good. that's sweet <laughs> i would like to not be annoying you know no no <laughs> just a little <laughs> Raina's giving me this really weird side eye, so. (laughs) This really weird side eye. So the other point I wrote down is that you start to increase your intuition. Um, Someone who experiences a spiritual awakening will have a greater desire to reconnect with themselves. And then you realize you're the only one who can make yourself happy. Um, And I also wrote... Um, that you do what makes you happy so you can follow your intuition and your gut feelings. This really resonated with me because I think so many people can relate, you know, when they get out of a toxic relationship, bad relationship with a friend or even a partner. Um, maybe they like forced you, they are controlling you, you know, you, you finally realize that you are the only person who really knows you. No one knows you better than yourself. And so, therefore, do what, you know, makes you happy. And, you know, that kind of, like, falls in with your intuition. Because that really resonated with me in the last, like, couple years. What you just said kind of sounds like 
something from the Bible would say, you know, or like <clears throat> Christian Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I think like two years or three years ago, Sophie like said the exact same to me through her Christian beliefs. Yeah. You know, so that's why I believe that like even though there's like separate religions, we're all like tied the same. Yeah. You know, like we're all tied yeah. together. And, yeah, like, we all are tied we're together. We're all resonating yeah. the same kind of energy. It's just like yeah. in different names. In what <laughs> ways did you see like your intuitions like manifest? Um, I would say like I kept getting like weird deja vu and I feel like then it kind of just kept making me feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, something better came. I'm trying to think of an example um, that happened to me in the past. Yeah, I was, I mean... like, going to some place, and I was like, I don't really want to go. I just want to stay home. Yeah. And something better came up, and I was like, oh, like, that same day or whatever. And so I was like, okay, I think that happened for a reason. Like, I just have that gut feeling. Or, yeah. like, you have a gut feeling, like, when you meet someone and you, like... I also just learned this the other day. So, like, you know when you meet someone and you, like, have, like, kind of a bad feeling? Yeah. Or, like, you know, some weird intuition telling, like, I don't really like yeah, this yeah, person? Yeah, yeah. It's because their vibration is so freaking low. Yeah. I, I did mean, not know that. So, when your vibration, low vibration is low... And imagine the, going up yeah. to someone like, you've got low vibration, bitch. And the thing is with vibrations <laughs> mm-hmm. that I've learned is low vibrational energy can be really strong to the point where even somebody of, like, a high frequency can drop down to that level and just yeah. indulge is in that. that. like, bipolar? Uh, in no, past, no, 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 not at all. can it's like, really do yeah, that because like, they so, can feel that energy back. Which, they get that energy back, too. So, say, say you're meeting somebody who's very... Mm, like Instagram influencer type of girl, you know, like mm-hmm, only yeah. cares about material stuff and mm-hmm, yeah, is very clicky. All that. Say you a meet them, ball. even as that's very low frequency to me because yeah. I feel like that is really giving into the society that teaches yeah. us that we basically everything that we said, but like the complete opposite. Well, it also yeah. depends on what kind of person they really are right. behind the camera. Right, but a high frequency yeah. person can meet them and then just drop down to that level of like oh yeah wanting to get to know them but then also picking up the same um energy that they're giving off but you like Like, don't want to meet them you don't want to talk to them because you can feel and which is why it's really um it's really important to be careful with your energy with who you're sharing it with yeah and they usually i'm trying to think of people who usually have low frequency um it doesn't mean that they're actually entirely a bad person it could mean they're <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Their chakras usually means they're out of balance. So mm-hmm. the chakras you have different chakra points. I forget yeah. how many there are. Again, they're in colors. Like it's like one for every color. Yeah. Or something. It's like all that. on your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so really, we're supposed to have them all like pretty balanced, pretty good. You know, because mm-hmm. that's when we're in tune with like everything, everything that's going on. But what I think that's unfair is like, what if you're a kid and like your family has really bad energy you know Mm -hmm. you can keep striving for what makes you happy but at the end you're still stuck with that same energy oh you mean the family family that just won't like raise their energy vibration you know like they have a certain way because i i just feel like this happens a lot with not only like asian households but like any households where the first pair the parents are like first generation immigrants so then there's culture clash because the kids grow up with the new blank sheet and then yeah. they grow up in whatever culture they're exposed to and then they have their parents that were exposed to a different culture that's <laughs> clashing with their current I did not even right think now. of it like that. Because, like, I always... I was a happy kid when I was young, but I think when, like, 
I started having problems with like being American like and Korean like with my family members that's when like it was really bad to me in terms of spirituality that whole like growing up with the family thing and me and Megan talked about this last week is the concept of past lives and reincarnation having so basically for me what I think in my experience is that we are put on this earth um to learn a set of lessons and if Mm -hmm. we complete all of our lessons then we can attain reaching the afterlife if not we have to come back and relearn yep. everything mm-hmm. and just keep doing it so for that's me that's literally I think, what it is yeah what i think is being put in that really like struggling family is is one of your lessons that's your yeah. first lesson mm-hmm. yeah that's your child like your first challenge yep. you have to get yep. over. exactly that's a really good point yeah i'm and glad once you, you said overcome that. that then you might have another lesson to learn but it's yeah. gonna keep following you in your in your future lives yeah yeah, exactly. Until the soul is happy. I think the same and... way with death too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want this to sound insensitive, but this is just my my little my little piece of enlightenment. Is that when when a mother goes through like a miscarriage or like an abortion or just any yeah. death of like a life that was never brought there. into the earth? Yeah, yeah. That is also a lesson too, in and of itself. Yeah. That might be one of the lessons of having to deal with that pain and seeing it's it's like a test of the universe. They're really trying to meddle with you. Like yeah. they're trying to test your willpower and see are you gonna take this and apply it to your life or are you gonna are you just gonna, you know, stay in this little rut and like not learn your lesson. No, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely agree. Um when you brought up death, um this was like a huge one to me. I was honestly like whoa 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 um removing the fear of death is when you realize that's another spiritual awakening so like when you actually are finally like not afraid of death anymore that is a huge turning point um yeah so i wrote down all fear is really a fear of death all fear decreases like we're scared of death yeah that's why we're scared of the darkness or scared of the sharks because it leads to death yeah Mm. exactly so all yeah um all fear will decrease generally as an individual becomes more awakened um this is due to lack of the attachment uh stop worrying so much for the future and also stop worrying so much re- you know about the past what happened in the past stop regretting it um and live in the moment you yeah, gotta live absolutely. in the moment i finally like i would say like a year ago i finally was like well i'd say like two years ago maybe I stopped having fear. I didn't never had like a huge fear of death, but I finally was like, I'm no longer afraid of death because I finally like understood spirituality and like what is going to happen, you know, when we die, um, that we never will like fully die, that our energy and our soul will mm-hmm. live on like, forever. I feel like maybe it's, it could be death, but for me, it's more like we fear anything that compromises our survival. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. exactly. Like it's programmed health, in our brain. anything like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't want to, you don't want to give up, you know, if you're having depression and you want to, you know, kill yourself, yeah. you know, don't give up. That's not the sign that I think you should give up. I think um, I'm mainly scared about, like, the life I could have if I didn't die. It's uh, not, like, death that I'm scared of, but more, like, the life that, like, is waiting for me mm, ahead of me that, like, I want worth. to fulfill, you mm. know? Like, oh, wow. there's loved ones that I want to spend time with, you yeah. know, that, like, that I'm going to miss out, and that's what I'm scared of. Yeah. More than, like, the death itself, but then the death would cause that, so then I am afraid of death, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think I think a big part of letting go of that fear of death too that that ties in completely with spirituality because it's all about just surrendering yourself to the universe yep. and to everything mm-hmm. that is supposed to come into your life because exactly. you that's what I think Buddhism whatever. was about, you know. Yeah, it is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, that was like my meditated first... for days on days right? and he just he did not care about the world around him. It was all just focused entirely on like Do you guys meditate? I do. Um, I've tried a couple times and I've basically almost fell asleep. So <laughs> I think I need to like Meditating practice. Just do it like yeah. thirty seconds and then forty five and then yeah. a minute and then a minute yeah. fifteen. But you have to you know, it's about consistency. Right. Yeah. But I will tell you this that like if you meditate for a year <laughs> You'll be smarter the next year. Yeah, it's scientifically proven yeah. that you become an overall, overall better being when you yeah. meditate. Because you're literally focusing just on your breath, doing nothing yeah. for like 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long. And that is helping your brain practice focusing on anything else. So you literally, yeah. beca- like I remember, I started meditating because I wanted to study better. <laughs> like that was my... <laughs> Yeah, that was my goal. So I was like, I think I should meditate and like, cause I couldn't focus for shit. Wow, what a good idea. <laughs> I could not focus. Like five minutes, I could not focus. I know that. You know. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> like, feel it was that. Bad, like yeah. to the point where I was like, do I have ADHD or like what the? Fuck? Oh, I yeah. usually tell people who don't meditate that really meditation can come in the form of anything. Like, I was it talking can. to somebody who was working out a lot, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, do you think that you're focusing primarily on one thing? Like your mind just kind of drifts off into this like world of like, you know, while you're while you're pumping some iron, you know, yeah. are you, is your mind somewhere else? You know, are you not, yeah. are you not in your body? And he's like, yeah. Oh, I was like, that yeah. could also be considered meditation. Yeah, It exactly. just takes on a different manifestation. Any focusing yeah. that you're doing with your soul. Exactly. Another point I want to make is, uh, you finally understand that there's harmony, that everything happens for a reason and there's always a meaning behind everything. So once you finally let go of your ego, you finally start understanding that like that i would say about a year ago or less or you know or so that's when i finally realized myself that everything does happen for a reason i kept saying no like i don't know you know i would question it but i'm like no i think everything really does happen for a reason like you know i let go of one of my friends back in uh november we got in a fight and then uh we re back got back together a few weeks ago I, st- I don't regret that since we got back. So I think, like I said, everything does happen for a reason. I was in the shower the other day, and you know those, like, shower thoughts. Oh, like, yeah. You just go into, like, this, yes. like, tranquil universe. <laughs> just, like, I'm just in my, I'm just in my head. Oh, yeah. I was thinking a lot about how, how far a lot of people come after spiritual awakening. You really look back and you're like, damn, like, all of those, like, shitty moments, like, yeah. look where I am now. Like, you, know? you stub your toe and you start crying for, like, 20 minutes and yeah. you're like, there's better shit to life. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look how far you've come up until this point, though. It's like, yeah. No, I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah, you look back, like, I think recently I keep, even though this was, like, two years ago, I keep looking back to my past relationship and what happened. I don't know why. Not that I regret the past, but I don't know why I keep looking back to it and I feel like I need to live more in the moment. So my goal for the rest of the year that I told myself is to live in the moment, yeah. go with the flow. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's just to, because I always do reflect back to my memories. Yeah. And it's good to remember your memories because. Well, we feel a lot in of a happy way. In yeah, yeah. And your memories, it's the only thing that's going to stay with you to help you define who you are. Right. The more you grow, you know. But when I like try to practice living in the moment, I think I really have to like take a step back yeah. and just look around and mm-hmm. like really just like 
physically say like I am thankful for yeah. this day. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and for this mm-hmm. in front of me right now. Like, yeah, the food or like the clouds or the goats. You know, <laughs> that's how I was like you know on Thanksgiving every year. Everyone you know on Instagram, Facebook, whatever is like I'm thankful. Yeah, for blah, blah, blah. it should be like that. But you know what's funny? Day. I fucking I I I do this every day. I, I mean not every day. I would say like a couple times a week. You know, I always think about but what more I'm frequently grateful than for. just one time a year. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, I don't do it one time a year. I do it like 50 million times a year. Mm-hmm. I think about what I'm grateful. I'm like, I'm like really grateful that like I live in a beautiful area, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's definitely gonna help. Like, not it can be your chakras, it can be your soul. It's just gonna help your soul like be in a better mood and in a happier mentality. Yeah. And then you're even better to take on like whatever the next challenge is yeah. you know you're already in a better mindset and you're already in a better position right. and yeah you are more exposed to opportunities in life i think if you take every day to be happy and yeah. gratitude exactly another thing with that too is like not having any expectations for the future yeah. i feel like that yeah is you what... need that's what i've been working on is i keep having fear for my future like yeah. i'm like what's gonna happen is it gonna and go that way i wanted like, to like is an it... hour from now like if i have plans and oh, i'm yeah. expecting this yeah. to go this way like we're exactly gonna have fun i fear this, like is the really... weather gonna be bad is it yeah. gonna be yeah it's and like that, that can oh really ruin the entire experience for you because yeah. you're not living in the moment you are living in the future in the past or anywhere yeah. else but right now so once you finally let go of stop worrying about your future and what's going to happen and regretting your past i think that's also yeah you know a moment when you have your spiritual but it's awakening. so much easier said than done like this mm-hmm. takes people so long and like after so many realizations yeah. i told this to jethro but this kind of ties in with like the ego thing too i learned this in my social psychology class two years ago and basically ego is a problem because it controls your emotions right yeah and the moment your emotions are uncontrollable and like lashing out that's when you really lose yourself right and that's when you make bad decisions and that's when you treat people like horribly and just nothing good comes out of that right Mm -hmm. exactly so my social psychology class taught me that your emotion is an elephant and your consciousness like the you guys listen to this i literally <laughs> almost cried when rena told i did not know where she was going with the story but i was what? like i get it now this elephant story listen up okay, okay. Rena, continue. Yeah, the con- so your consciousness that can make the right decision is the man on the elephant so you and the elephant is riding every day and let's say like your elephant wants to do something but your consciousness knows that it's not a good decision who's gonna f-ing win the elephant right you know if they're uh, fighting if they want to go right and the man goes so like stronger turn you left you know the oh. man's like no we have to go straight we have to turn left but the elephant's like no i want to go f-ing right because maybe turning right is like food or like that toxic ex-girlfriend or you know it's like it's kind of like that so then gotcha he was my social psychology class was basically teaching me that the best way to like live life is to have your human and your elephant communicating each other 24 7 knowing what each other wants finding the good middle and finding and being happy with the right balance of your emotions and your conscious right decisions you know mm-hmm. wow dang rena did you <laughs> learn this in your class yeah i was high as what shit. a great analogy <laughs> holy crap right and like it helped me so because i'm such a visual person i like oh, need like yeah, something to visually like see in my brain and yeah. when i learned that i was like 
everything makes sense. Like, I am yeah. enlightened. You're like, like oh. I met Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm up there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good um, thing no, it's to so, think about. Yeah, like, whenever you're mad, whenever you're pissed off or you want to, like, you know you're not making a good decision. That's your elephant taking just, control. Just think about that elephant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's going crazy, girl. <laughs> oh, that my gosh. You tame her ass. <laughs> You guys should yep, see that's the, the noise. movement she's doing right now. <laughs> yeah, her like her um another thing I was gonna say is you also start to begin to have interest in metaphysical things like crystals, Reiki, yoga, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Definitely. I yeah, mean okay. when I was sixteen I was going through like an identity crisis where you know, it's high school. Yeah. You yeah. see a lot of people you want to be like. That's probably when I met you. Yeah, you try to mimic them. You try to emulate their style, their attitudes, their mannerisms, all of that. So I was going through like, I didn't even know who I was. And then it was until after that that I realized I was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. The voice in my head doesn't sound like me. Mm, yeah. The, the reflection that I see, it's like I don't recognize that. Which is when yeah. I started getting back into what I liked as a child, which was witchcraft and magic and crystals okay. and yada yada yeah. and nature. You know? Yeah. And that was, I think, maybe my first really big realization and, like, spiritual awakening, quote-unquote, because it's, like, almost taking back and healing that inner child, you know, seeing my my real identity, what I've always liked, without any regard to, like, the outside world, you know? All of that stuff that my ego really liked to pay attention to, it was, like, my... It's like I could see my soul for once. Okay, wow. Like a reclaiming of it. I wish I could feel that at that young of age. <laughs> I think I was too <laughs> that stuck was in the crazy, but... ego, you know, yeah. like being I think I had a that. shopping addiction because I needed to, like, cover up my ego, you know? Really? Yeah. Like, I stopped shopping for clothes after, like, I started being okay with myself. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I stopped wow. shopping. <laughs> That's crazy. I stopped stealing. I, I, think, I, know, I think I remember, I think I remember you that. telling me this. Cut, oh my God. <laughs> Is there any advice that you guys want to give to your audience in terms of wisdom? Talk to your elephant. Don't yell at <laughs> your <laughs> elephant. Talk calmly. Communicate yeah. with each other. It's an open communication. The last thing I would say is that don't feel selfish when you feel like you need to work on yourself. It's not selfish. Yeah. You're actually doing somebody a favor because yeah. if you work on yourself, then that means I don't have to like, you have to deal with my deal shit. with the big yeah. you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say to be patient and open. Good things come to people. Yeah, I think ways. I think you will attract the right things as long as you are open to them. So for next week, we're gonna be talking about influencers. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that, Megan? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting topic to talk about. I don't think, I mean, I think a lot of influencers themselves talk about it, but I don't think people that aren't influencers, like, I don't really consider myself an influencer. Well, it's a very 21st century job. Yeah. You know? So you make money, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, whatever platform, Twitter. Because there's so many social platforms now. Yeah. Off of brands, all that kind of stuff. They're like, my page, my. okay well thanks for listening everyone make sure to follow us on our instagram uh delicious tea podcast um for updates and all that kind of stuff we post every wednesday check us out on spotify and wednesday please hit that subscribe button um thanks for listening (laughs) bye Bye.